0: Welcome to Michael and Ivanka's grand podcast. It's a weekly podcast where two nerds have a chat. Uh, my name's Michael Forrest.
1: And I'm Ivanka Magic.
0: This week, we're talking about accepting, dealing with feedback.
1: What was it? Handling feedback.
0: Handling. Honestly, One word. If you can't remember
1: two. what the topic of the episode is, no, I was Michael. trying to remember the
0: wording because <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I'm looking at the thumbnail, I'm like, it's two words. But I can't remember what the first word was anymore. Handling feedback. That's what it says on the thumbnail that you basically never see. Um, only you see it on YouTube because uh, Apple podcasts don't show it. Um, yeah, we're going to talk about handling feedback because... and we're, In terms of clients, getting reviewed, users, life, people telling you stuff, usually criticism. Like, we're going to talk about that sort of thing. Also,
1: things like praise. Praise comes into feedback. Which could also be very uncomfortable," she says. Always bringing in the positive, different people. I think sources of feedback, yeah, can be some can some are easier to dismiss, some are or more accurate, yeah. <laughs> and therefore harder to ignore. Mm. That kind of things.
0: Yes. So if you uh, if you ever make anything where you have to show it to someone and they judge it, you, you've come to the right place if you want to hear some people complaining about that sort of thing. I mean discussing. Um, so <laughs> let's play let's play the music. Nanka, how's it going?
1: I have made some progress on my uh uh, citizenship paperwork but it's not solved so we won't talk about that so, yeah. I will tell you that my four year old woke up woke up this morning mummy I dreamt I parked the van I was like wow and then because I could park the van I parked a machine that went all the way into space right <laughs> so obviously she was acquiring skills in her sleep so she first parked a van and then she parked a spaceship
0: but in space
1: no i think it was on on earth so but came... her friend joey he didn't know how to park the spaceship so she had to do it
0: right so but she found a space okay well that's good it's nice <laughs> nice so good that skills happened. to have
1: i enjoyed that Actually, i also was standing my mother's visiting one more story my mother's visiting yeah. and i was like um and I with the three of us were in the kitchen, dining, living area and I was going, I do like this kitchen. So my daughter pipes up. And what is that, mummy? <laughs> and then I started answering and she just totally blanked me. <laughs> just like, I'm just making conversation, I don't really care what you think, mother. <laughs> Lovely. Like, Thanks. All right, so Kids. there you go, that's my day. <laughs> Excellent. Whatever.
0: <Yeah. laughs> Family life. I get the videos yeah. on my WhatsApp of the the babies, the children. My uh, mm-hmm. my sort of um, what like nine month year old nephew was discovering himself in the mirror yesterday. Very fascinating. He was trying to give it a kiss. Trying to give himself a kiss. <laughs> and making lots of baby noises in the process. Um, oh. But yes. We all love. Um, well, me, for me... Yeah, I would, are you, how are I'm, you? Um, I'm, for me, I am warm still, even though it's actually kind of like... It's it's twice... Well, if you think Celsius is a scale that starts at zero, it's like 14 degrees outside, but it's still like 29.30 in my room because uh, apparently air cannot travel through this building in any way. So it just slowly, slowly heats up and then just... Gets. It's 29 in here. I've had the fans going, all the doors open, all the windows open all day. It's just hopeless. Um, but it's 14 outside. It's like 14, 15 outside, but it's bright. Wow. But it's just like this This room is just the worst. But, um, you know, I got more upset about that last year when they I was paying a lot more money and they had a, a quote, air conditioning system, which was just a disaster, if you ask me. Like, the, the guy who owned the building had installed it, but, I mean... If, it, there was just this tangle of these big pipes going to God knows where that my the, the, the stu- technical person was trying to sort of debug, but, like, no labels on anything. So, like, how are you supposed to fix something? that It was like classic kind of hacker mentality, but in an air conditioning installation. So it's this entire, like, loft room just full of these sort of silver pipes going God knows where. The only way to find out was to, like take it off and go into the room and sort of feel at the vent and see if that was the one and then the guy that was working on it I was like maybe you should like label them now this time I was like "Eh, couldn't be bothered like this is why shit doesn't work people just don't label things or just put a number on it get some colored dots and stick them on but anyway here it's half the price but I so I don't expect air conditioning um I'm just. I've been being a programmer this week, and it's um, it's been head scratching. But today I actually got a lot of momentum, and maybe I'll have an app by, in time for Apple. Maybe I will. Maybe I will. Wait. But also, when's I, that? What's the deadline? I don't. It's unknown. You know, it's like oh, one of those I things. See. It's like when is the iPhone whatever eleven coming uh, out? Like no one knows yet. Um. So uh, there's that. But I did upgrade my uh, Mac to the beta thing yesterday thinking, oh, well, iOS has been pretty stable and it uh, broke Chrome and, like, anything that has that sort of Chrome engine in it, which is Slack, WhatsApp, GitHub Desktop, Visual Studio Code, all of those apps just don't work on this thing. Uh, luckily, I don't especially need them all right now and there's, there's uh, ways around it, but it's like, come on. Like, why have you just broken... Like, I use Chrome for everything, all the time, every day. It's really annoying. Um, anyway, that's me, so let's keep it short. This week I got some feedback on something I'd worked very hard on that I did not appreciate. And it made me very cross for at least 24 hours. I'm still a bit cross when I think about it
1: i mean i don't know i mean it's a bit difficult talking about something in, a, in such abstract terms um, yes. but it's like michael in particular has thought about some creative ways of telling the story and then um the guy just wants to do things the same old way that he's been doing it yeah and it's this
0: it's a time old story isn't it it's like something you come up against all the time and i think part of it is if you don't do a perfect job then people's instinct is to try and fix it for you or help you fix it. But when they don't realise what what's gone into it, they can be very heavy-handed with it or their suggestions can seem very... like. Well, I,
1: I think it goes... I, I mean, I've had this sort of... I've been involved in a Twitter thread about this before now, but it's like it's this thing of we are agreed you want to get your story out. So let us let's agree that that's the 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 objective mm. but let's not let's not you can't we can't agree that we're going to get your story out and this is how we're going to do it mm. because if you were able to get your story out you'd have already done that yeah but you can't this is where we're going to help so you know it's like it's it's that age old we've all, i mean we've all worked with people you and i in particular mm. where people that want to tell you what they want and how you are to achieve it Yeah, yeah. So And and that's the that's the thing. It's like don't worry about the fact that the the you know, unless it's like you said in your response, it's like unless it's factually and blatantly incorrect (laughs) doesn't matter that it doesn't say everything. Yeah,
0: yeah. It's like that you know, and it's 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 like the idea. Like
1: (laughs) but, (laughs) But I think that's a very specific you know in that that instance it's a very specific scenario i think people i mean i think i can generalize
0: it too because i I was looking at videos to say like how to handle client feedback and like i found a few that and and, like a common one is like how to deal with client feedback like can you make the logo bigger like this is something that clients come in like you've designed a website like we can make this more general like they, they come in and say can you make the logo bigger and you kind of you can't just go yes because that'll mess up the entire layout and you have to somehow decode what the actual problem is Hmm. because people will come to you with their explanation if they see that it's not quite perfect or not quite what they imagined they will go oh well the logo is not big enough but then it's like no you're and then the sort of response to that is supposed to be okay well I think the underlying problem is you feel your brand isn't coming across But and then explain that it's not just your logo that expresses your brand. It's the tone of voice. It's the content. It's all of the things going on in a web page. It goes far beyond just like how big you're, like people, like the logo doesn't need to be bigger. And that causes lots of knock-on effects if you kind of change one thing. And what some, what people don't realize is that when you're doing something, when you're putting something together, when you're telling a story, when you're constructing something like this, you can't just change one thing and expect it to still be good, expect it to still have a sort of holistic, like hang together as a whole. There's
1: something about as well, people, you show somebody something you've made and they don't really know what to say, but feel they should say something. Hmm. Because actually the first time somebody sees something, it's like, you know, like some people aren't comfortable with their first impressions. I've worked with clients who are like, I am afraid that I will see something good and I won't know that it's good because I don't have the skills to judge it. Mm. And that's another part of the feedback. And so depending on how aware they are of themselves, they might just go in for the attack just to see if you can defend your idea. Yeah. I've worked with people like that. It's like, right, my my job as a client is to break down every attack everything you can you've shown me to see how well you defend it yeah. and then i'll go brilliant i love it <laughs> but the you know because that's what they want to that's their idea of testing your resolve or something mm. some macho nonsense that's i think that's p- part of that as well and i think um but the the understanding what they're really objecting to can be very difficult. Like, you know, like, uh, I just don't like it. You're allowed to say that.
0: Yeah. You know, a
1: person receiving a thing is allowed to say, yeah, I, you know, I don't really know why, but I just don't
0: like it. Yeah. Yeah, like, people don't have the language to talk about these things. Like, when we're the expert in something but we're trying to sell that thing or do that thing for someone else. Or like a lot of these problems, like I think like when something is just, when you just nail something. Yeah. It's, it's you don't quite have the same problem because people, there's enough for people to love. But if there are little kind of like rough ends or it's not quite right yet, that's when um, people, they can tell intuitively that there's something they don't like about it, but they have no language I know this is what we said, isn't it? So it's like being able to recognise that something's good, but it's also having the language to know what's not right about it beyond just saying I'm not sure about it because we hate that feedback as well. It's just not quite right. OK. <laughs>
1: I'm always much more comfortable sharing incomplete work. Mm. The thing where it sometimes falls over. So if you're showing somebody a... uh, So recent example is, you know, a big piece of brown paper with, you know, eight Post-it notes, each representing a different mobile screen, hand-drawn with, like, notes underneath, very scrappy. And then... Uh, so we're, we're we're discussing the flow of it, yeah. and we're discussing. We're all agreed. Yeah, this is a great flow, and the concept of what this thing might be. And then you do the next level of detail. It's like, oh yeah, but I didn't think you'd have to log in. <laughs> it's like, well, so you know, like so so the sort of the the vagueness can be really useful to get people on board with the big idea before you drill into the detail. Mm. And maybe like in the example of your script, maybe a storyboard. You know, a visual storyboard yeah. might have, but then that you know, again, it's work you're doing voluntarily. So there's also um, a ste- yeah. steps that shouldn't be necessary. Sometimes it's like,
0: well, it's a step it I certainly wouldn't have sometimes. had. you're like, well, yeah, like in, in that case, I certainly wouldn't have had time to do a whole storyboarding process. And also, I was like, you know, I you know, working alone, I need you know, I need some level of autonomy just to like a script is good for me. Actually, a script is kind of like me being. Thorough because at least I've written it all out in advance and hmm. you can read through it and see what the thing is. Storyboarding is going to add. A lot of time to the process that I haven't got time for, so I'm going to do little sketches and I'm going to sort of like look at things. But I'm going to have to figure out what I can do as I go along. Like um, in this case, it was like, oh, I'm learning some three D software and like, what am I actually going to be able to do? Am I going to be able to have faces that have expressions? Surprisingly difficult. And still, like, I haven't really got the timing of those right in the draft, and you just don't even know how annoying it is to do that stuff in in Blender. I've come up with problems where you make something look too finished too early. And I always thought, like, if we're working with prototypes, like even digitally, even though it would probably be easier to just use some sort of frame library that makes automatically makes things look okay. It's probably better to use some sort of special thing that makes every, all the lines look rough and all the kind of text looks sort yeah. of like hand drawn so that people kind of know how to look. Yeah, this is something we talked about canonical, but I think like people, the, 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 the form kind of dictates how people should approach it.
1: I find it sometimes difficult though, when you're showing, sometimes, you, you know, you're showing, I, for example, have shown things not quite done in order to get feedback on a particular topic. But the way the feedback is, is delivered is though I don't know that it's not quite done. And it's <laughs> like, yeah, I'm not showing you this cuz I'm daft. I'm, you know, that I don't know how to do it. I'm showing it you because actually there's a valuable bit of feedback I need or I need some direction because mm. I'm doing something that's that I'm not the expert in or you're the main decision maker. So I yeah. can't actually much as I love to set strategy and do things <laughs> and, and be right, sometimes I have to do things that other people think are right.
0: Yeah. yeah, yeah. And asking them <laughs> I mean, they might the, be
1: wrong, but
0: yeah, and asking them for the bit their bit yeah. in a way that they don't just kind of get carried away and want to kind of like do your job for you in a really clumsy yeah, yeah. way <laughs> i think them just look i just need these six yeah, bits yeah, of yeah, domain yeah, knowledge yeah. that you of your yeah. expertise your unique expertise but and yeah. Um, yeah and i really think um it get I think I've been relatively like when I look at sort of graphic designers and people like that, I see the problems they have compared to as a, just a developer kind of like, implementing stuff. I'm like creative in that space, but because it is so opaque to most people, they wouldn't attempt to tell me to structure no, my but code differently. Every, yeah. but everyone thinks they can write. Everyone thinks that they could know what color looks better. Everyone thinks yeah, that yeah, they know yeah. how to like put something on a page and they just really don't understand how deep that
1: that craft yeah, yeah. goes yeah, um, and yeah I mean I, I'm no I'm not a graphic designer I'd never describe myself as that but obviously I dabble mm. <laughs> but one thing I you know I always always benefit from sitting down with Marcus or somebody going here's this thing that I've designed and he goes well why don't you just make that font two points bigger and uh, move that there and you're like oh okay nah, that, <laughs> that, that's why you get paid the big bucks for yeah, the design yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like you know what I've done is fine but the 30 odd years or whatever he's got of experience are just like ding, ding, ding. And it's like, yeah, it took him 20 minute chat with me to improve my visual design immensely. But he uh, but he spent years yeah, yeah, yeah. It's that, it's getting that, to that point. So it's, like,
0: it's that David Thorne thing where he's like yeah, like, yeah, it won't take me long to make that change. But uh, you've got to also account for the several years at design school and all of the professional yeah, yeah, experience. Yeah, yeah. That's part so, of that equation. You can't just say, yeah, you know, yeah. it's easy for me, so I should do it quickly. And we've talked about that. You talked about yeah, your yeah, electronics yeah, yeah. guy, didn't you, who, who just would yeah. do repairs quickly and not charge enough. Like, yeah um, yeah
1: exactly but um yeah so it's kind of a but then talking about getting feedback somebody like marcus who's a graphic design, well he's a, a brand designer that we've both yeah, worked yeah. with he is uh incredibly good at giving you feedback without making you feel mm. like a numpty i
0: think so 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 there's so yeah so i think what that that is interestingly is the way an expert can give you feedback on things versus the way an amateur will try and give you feedback on things and um so something that's made me um uh, by the way i'm not sure it's amateur professional okay i think it's is, is there a better dichotomy well no i think I mean?
1: it, uh, personally i think it's more to do with your uh sort of arrogance levels or you're not even at your sort of mm, yeah, um yeah. I, you know it's like I, I you know i I was thinking about this the other day even though i didn't know this was the podcast we we're going to be recording um there's a guy some design head of design somewhere who was boasting that in his office walls they got this big new poster that says don't be a dick yeah i'm like why do you need that poster what the f- is wrong with you (laughs) why do you why would you do that why would you be a dick you're (laughs) a professional designer the other people in your company i assume are professionals why do you need to be reminded to be respectful of other people
0: do you know that that reminds me of this uh, huge banner on one of the developments around here that says homes because homes matter and it's like (laughs) who the Thinks homes don't matter. It just like <laughs> yeah, exactly. belies that there is a belief that living doesn't matter. Like some people that yeah, you're yeah, connected yeah. with think that homes don't matter. Like, but like they don't. oh, you're yeah, yeah, yeah. so. You know, it's just such a sort of superf- superficially. It seems like a positive thing, but really, like you're saying, like belies an underlying existence of a terrible belief system that you would hope Well, Yeah. Didn't I think exist. That you,
1: yeah that you, they probably even don't think like somebody like Marcus is like all about developing other people, his whole personality. Everything mm-hmm. he you know, he's a he's a teacher, mm-hmm. really, in the truest sense of the word. And yeah. that's how he go, approaches things. Doesn't matter what you're talking about, frankly, running or drawing or whatever. Yeah. But and then there's other people like, oh, I am so important. I know I know what I'm talking about. You know, and it's like a uh, and marcus will tell me something's rubbish it's not hmm. like he'll go oh that's nice but he's <laughs> "You he can make it better he'll go yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> did you lose your glasses or so, what's wrong yeah, with and you I, and that's something i recently <laughs> so, realized this
0: it's okay if you're kind of being you know if you've got something to add you know if you can explain why i think people can accept that yeah
1: it's, it's like oh, thank you all, but no uh <laughs> like, no i don't like it when the. Nick and I do this on the on the cooking front because he'll often eat like oh this is the best thing you've ever cooked I'll go Mm. on on you know where's the list that you often say that and then he'll go I think this is in my top three worst things (laughs) you've ever made I'm like hmm I don't appreciate that he goes but do you want me to lie to you yes yes, yeah, yes <laughs> in please, this instance yes, please. i please whilst we're <laughs> eating dinner just go mm, delicious <laughs>
0: yeah you gotta know when yeah you gotta know when it's <laughs> when it's appropriate it's it's like um it's well it's like um the that advice of like it's not about being right or wrong it's about is this going to benefit the person or not like knowing this <laughs> is this going to benefit me yeah. like you've been making me feel bad about this dinner am i going to improve as a result of feeling i don't know probably not like <laughs> i'm just, gonna, <laughs> it's just it's, you don't want to shut people down
1: well um, i i will say that i have not included purple cabbage in a stew since then well, that's a shame <laughs> because because cause nice the problem colour. was it made everything go purple and this was the mistake. i was just like, i was being lazy and <laughs> i instead of putting in at the end i just Anyway, that What's was the problem. So I, I learned from that, but <laughs> it tasted fine. He's just going to look at it. Going back to your amateur versus professional, okay. where that is true, I think is to do with the skills and language. Yeah, so yeah, yeah, and that's so what I was getting, You know yeah, that, really... and that's the point. It's like I can go well, the way you know, I can give you grammatical feedback, or I can tell you that you know the fonts you've chosen the wrong font, or yeah. I don't know. These are all I can't. I don't know. You're, you're, there's,
0: there's levels. There's like here, I'll just fix it for you, and you're like. Oh, you just did a magic trick, and I'm, I'm confused. Uh, which is there's one level of it, but then the next level, I'm I'm like, wh- why? But why? Why do, Why does that work? Like, and then that's when you sort of really have to. But that's that's something that you can't really expect someone giving you feedback to kind kind of educate you about the whole, you know, how design works or whatever that is. But yeah, like I, I was gonna I was gonna sort of move things. I've been think I, I saw a good video on YouTube by this guy. Um, It's a guy that's a YouTuber, but is also actually a proper film director. Like he's directed some Hollywood films. Um, Well, he did. um, I mean, some dodgy. He did Shazam, so that was that was quite a big one this year. Um, And he uh, he just did a little YouTube video this year um, talking about. Just what you're doing as a filmmaker is you're solving problems and you're kind of dealing with things that happen day to day. And, and I'm talking about this, and what I found this was interesting in relation to, like, reviews and analysis and how people talk about your work. So when someone... So when you sort of come to read... Uh, and I think this is, like, ridiculous in music writing. I think, like, what is written about music is so fundamentally divorced from what actually went into creating the music, like, 99% of the time. I don't know if you've ever picked up The Wire... Magazine. Um, It's like a really dry, small font, but it's what all the kind of noise musicians, experimental artists want to get into. But it is absolute, densely written, completely made up nonsense about this music. (laughs) it's like no they just because when you know the technical craft behind something and you sort of see someone like just testiculating as my father would say about what went into it <laughs> yeah, love like, it you just think like what, what the hell was talking bollocks <laughs> while waving your hands about and <laughs> i love it. it you got one it's it's, <laughs> it's it's like i think my dad's jokes sometimes i could but he just makes me not want to laugh at it in his delivery of it. So sorry. About <laughs> that. Maybe it's just the relationship. So you you enjoyed that. Got, yeah, it's I friend. did, I did. Um but anyway, what I was gonna say, like about this guy, David F. Sandberg. Um, he's talking about um like it's it's about problem solving every day. And so you may there's this scene where like there's three of the kids kind of are outside the house and there's one back in the house putting on her shoes and then they and and then he talks about like the reason they had to put in that scene of one of them putting on her shoes was because that actor wasn't available for another few days because she was finishing another project so he couldn't be available for that outdoor shot so they had to like figure wow. out the day okay well we'll we'll have a like being slow to put on her shoes and then then she's they've got this shot another day of her kind of putting on the shoes and then of course it's like And then he sort of points out, yeah, and then, of course, in the final bloody shot, she's got, like, Velcro shoes. So if you look at it, it doesn't even make any sense that she would be slow to put those on. But then you sort of sometimes see these discussions online where where people just sort of start to draw, to sort of read into all of those little things, like, oh, that means that this character is a little bit slow. Maybe over the course of the film, the, the reason that she... Uh, got the superpower of being super fast was because earlier in the film she was super you know slow at putting the shoes yeah. on and he's like yeah yeah no that sounds about right but um it's i think it just like really highlights the um how divorced people's understanding of things are from are from the process that goes into creating it like most of the time the thing is
1: we like to talk about things <laughs> you know if uh People like to, t- you know, that that sort of oh, you know, the reason she they like to ex- people like to explain things and understand things. And even in school, what it made me think of was that thing w- that you had to do uh, in in literature classes, which is, and what was the writer trying to say? Yeah, that <laughs> yeah. And You're like, I don't know. And they were just trying to say that she got pretty dress on. You know, I was like, <laughs> <laughs> it's like but um, so you know, we kind of taught to if you if you are taught to analyze or question but then you apply those to things you don't really and some things are just meant to be enjoyed aren't they There's, it's like art going to see paintings You yeah, know, there is a point of a lot or mu- music falls into this as well mm. did i like it mm. and if i liked it great if i didn't like it well that doesn't mean it's bad I think.
0: Yeah, it's no, like, no. It's we, like why oh, it's, it comes back to that bloody Game of Thrones saturation of people complaining about the last season of Game of Thrones. <laughs> like, just what? Why? Why do you need yeah. to? Why do you need everyone to know that you didn't like something? Like, why is that so yeah, important yeah, yeah. to you?
1: I don't. I don't. I don't know that. And I, I think it. It's like um, we have a rule. We have a few rules with the child. One of them is. Uh, she doesn't have to eat anything she doesn't like but she's not allowed to go Ugh, disgusting <laughs> <laughs> or one of her first Croatian. she come back from nursery going fui fui i'm like i don't care if you're saying it in croatian now you still can't say that it's black <laughs> um because you know just because you don't like it doesn't mean it's not food and it doesn't mean it's not nice so it's and i think that's could be applied to many things <laughs> it's like yeah i don't you know i don't like what you're wearing i wouldn't wear what you're wearing doesn't mean that what you're wearing is disgusting yeah you know
0: what that does those, what or, that does make hard is like i pay for some promoters to send my album out to a big mailing list and then get like fuck all responses you just sort of assume that it's because nobody liked it and didn't want to say anything bad about it and like over the years i've sent cds to so many different people and just not heard anything back that you just you just assume that they hated it kind of thing or that they didn't have anything good to say about it and like um yeah that's i don't like that kind of void of like not getting anything back when you do ask for it
1: but you may- but going back to my purple stew yes <laughs> or
0: black stew which is what it was i said
1: all vegetables are the same color <laughs> um we did you know we did we did get to the bottom of what was wrong with it <laughs> <laughs> or oh, it's like with the food if the child doesn't like you know it's like she doesn't like banana and avocado yeah. and she doesn't like the texture so she won't eat right. them and that's again that's fine but it's because it's squishy. Yeah, I can go enough. With that. It's because with it's that. squishy or it's too salty or it's too sweet yeah. or I don't know. The the cru- this crust on this bread is too hard. Hmm. I don't like it. Yeah. Far- fine. Yeah. But you just, to just go Ugh, is I don't think. And we've been doing on Restaurants Brighton Jobs. Mm. (laughs) I'd like to interrupt this podcast to plug my point. So on Restaurants Brighton Jobs, we've been doing lots of interviews with industry people, particularly in Brighton, obviously. And and they're all asked, you know, if there's one thing in your industry, what would you change? And one of them said TripAdvisor. Right. Because he's like, if you are in a restaurant and something is not to your liking and you tell us, we can address it. yeah. But if you don't, you just store it up and go and have a rant on TripAdvisor, that's, an, and apparent, many of them apparently are very personal. And I've heard an interview with somebody talking about this before. So it would go, that girl had too much red lipstick on. Or yeah. it'll be like, it'll be a personal attack on a member of staff. Um, you know, that's not, there's nothing constructive in those. There's no... there's there's just some sort of like sense of power I think it's the Mm. same behavior as the you know the the client who's forcing you to defend your design idea Mm. that sort of aggressive you know come and prove that you've thought every little bit through and then at the very end when you're nearly in tears I'm going to tell you that actually it was okay and I liked it you know what I mean it's like I think that's the same personality trait of just Being a dick?
0: Well, we're in this world now where everyone gets to have an opinion about everything in public. And it used to be that you'd have to sit down and write a letter to the person and, like, uh, say whether you like I've heard authors talking about, like, yeah, it was nice, because you get a letter. Sometimes it'd be someone not liking it, but most of the time it was, like, a thoughtful letter from someone that liked your work. Now you just get, like, Twitter and people being just awful and just saying awful things to you, sort of, like, all day long. And it's just... So you just have to turn it off.
1: But but I think that I think lends itself very nicely to the other side of it because in that also comes praise. Mm, yes, and that sometimes feels really creepy, and you don't know how to respond. <laughs> <laughs> it's like um, uh, it is hard to respond. It's just it like can what, be what just as you, hard. I don't know. I'm, pr- think, I'm thinking. I'm thinking about. Uh, I've used the words creepy and now yeah. I regret using the word creepy. Oh, I so that can stay phrase. into the in the podcast. But, you know, so I, I, I regret using the word creepy because actually none of these things have creeped me out. But when you read a positive review, like some of the reviews for our podcast, yeah. <laughs> that some of you have been kind enough to take the time to write, it's, uh, yeah, that's some of you. Um, you know, bar saying thank you, and then that doesn't feel sufficient. And so there's that, for me, there's that sort of like slightly blushy, oh, that's really nice. Somebody mm. said really something nice. Uh, and then you go, thank you, that's nice. And then that feels like an ineloquent response to an elo- some eloquent praise.
0: Yeah. <laughs> it's like. I, um, when I was a kid, when I was, um, when, when I was like, you know, six, seven at school, I remember the nuns, like one of the nuns talking in my school report, it said, he likes praise. He sort of thrives on praise, I think, was something. And there's always a weird word to hear from a nun in the first place. But uh, <laughs> I uh, I find, but now, like, I, you know, I, I kind of, like, I guess it was what was fueling me in my, you know, brokenness for a long time was, like, as long as I could get this, these little kind of, like, nuggets of approval every day, then then that, that was something to sort of, like, keep me going. But now, like, praise is like a, I, it's just like I switch off. I
1: can't I can't hear it well but you see I don't want it to sound like I don't like praise <laughs> that is not true <laughs> I need all the praise I always want to be top of the class and I want all the all the praise so you know don't let this put you off <laughs> mm. but I find that um the that so, and I like you at school I and mean in life, I still I thrive. If somebody said, it's like my electric bike, it's a great analogy. I was just trying to describe it to Nick. For the same effort, I go much faster. So I go, I actually put more effort in than I do on my non-electric bike. Right. Because it's like the bike praised me for doing, doing something. And I'm like, wait till you see this. <laughs> it's like, so Why travel at 20 kilometers an hour when you can travel at 30 kilometers an hour? Whereas normally if I was on my bicycle, I'd be at 12 kilometers an hour because mm-hmm. I'm not really a speed freak. But I'm like, so I that sort of positive phrase praise really has... a a very positive effect on me but i think over the years and certainly while working let's say working at canonical working open source we got so much criticism public criticism that i was like at some point right if i'm gonna tell the tell everybody like look we can't we must just continue doing our job the best we can there's not you know we can't do anything about it in that context you can't only attribute value to positive feedback yeah, and not yeah, attribute yeah. value to negative so you have to sort of go yeah maybe we did vomit out that design and <laughs> we should all be fired um but you know it's like so so the but so in those in those circumstances you have to kind of go i'm sorry i can't listen to i've got to do what i've got to do and unless it's actual actionable feedback mm. i can't really take positive or negative yeah response
0: or it, should, it needs board. to be you know coming back to that it needs to be 10 positives and one negative probably to, to, to actually <laughs> be balanced i think the biggest problem i have sometimes with feedback is like some feedback i'm excited about and some i'm not and i think one of those things is like there's always an implied action to that feedback and the feedback that makes me furious or that really hurts me is the one that's like by giving me that feedback you are basically implying that i need to do the same amount of work all over again or kind of more or less start from scratch in order to please you now um versus sometimes the feedback is like i've got something to a point and i show it to someone and they're like yeah cool and then i'm like Cool, I can go ahead. I can keep going. Like you get that like you nailed it. You're like brilliant. I've got like you're talking about the bike thing. Like that that I think that's sort of feedback that's actionable. It's like yeah, yeah. oh, I gave you the thing that if you pedal faster, you go this much faster and that's a very easy nice loop to be in and that's a good kind of praise. But in the same way the the criticism, but it's also with like the praise. It's when it's just like you're a genius and you that what you've done is amazing. You can't do anything with that. <laughs> Apart from, yeah, that's true. It's like, I, I, it's just like uncomfortable because it's like, I, I, uh, I'm just going to humble brag out about sometimes getting called a genius. That's not my point here. I'm just <laughs> I'm saying. Michael, do you get called a genius? Sometimes? I've never been called a genius by anyone. But the point is, it's like, it's this completely, I can't do anything with it except maybe feed it into some really unhealthy part of me that, just that's that is equal. There's no point doing that because you're just going to then get destroyed by the next piece of criticism that you encounter. If you, if you absorb that, sort of like people just, I don't know. Do you know what I mean? Like, there's nothing I can do with that information. Like, I write it on the bloody poster, maybe. I don't know. Yeah. Like,
1: yeah, yeah, it's not, yeah, there's not. And it's about, it's, a, it's uh, in that form, it's like saying you've got blue eyes. <laughs> There's nothing you can do. Yeah, I have. Thanks. Thanks. You know, like, right. Okay, like it's look- an observation rather than a than a. I, I, I was listening to an episode of The Guilty Feminist this morning yeah. whilst on my bicycle riding around really fast, and um Jessica Foster Q was talking about people who, um com- you know, like people who come and watch a comedy show and instead of laughing, say, "Ah, oh, very funny." <laughs> oh, <well. laughs> it's like uh, that's not actually. <laughs> No. <laughs>
0: so that's, so I mean, um, yeah, that's. I mean, that's <laughs> nice, isn't it? Because that—that's again, like the laugh is the kind of like, okay, I can I can keep doing that and try and get another one. But um, yeah, yeah, I was, it's like I I kind of want to know what someone liked about what I did, like, and I you know I often get people saying that they love something that I've done, but I'm like I don't. I don't know what it is that you like about it. I don't know how to make more like that because... Or even people talk about, like, you know, I had feedback about the podcast, sort of complaining about it a little bit from one person. But it's like, I don't know which episode you listen to. Like... I don't know how to respond to this, so it's just going to stay in my inbox for weeks on end and I'm never going to get around to replying to it kind of thing because it's like I, you haven't given me enough information for this feedback to be actionable, um, which just makes it this kind of worthless thing. But I guess the person giving the feedback doesn't always have, a, have an intuition about what is going to be actionable about what no, is
1: something no, you're going to, have to no, do anything about. No, th- and it, it does involve a conversation, really, which is why anonymous... Or you know even if it's not anonymous but public feedback to which doesn't allow any sort of discussion Mm. is the worst kind (laughs) because you're like well these people are rubbish and this is really boring oh what do you mean boring you know like (laughs) have we have we do we spend much time talking about ourselves? Do we not reference enough facts? Do we what, what, it's like, what what's is boring it? about what it? You like? Is it just not the topic you're interested in? Maybe you should listen to a different podcast. I like, you know, yeah. Do you know, not that not that anybody would ever say we were boring. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> I listened to I listened to a very good podcast the other day that I enjoyed. Uh that was half an hour uh two economists talking to each other, but it was very quick fire. Mm. Um uh but they were very he's like right okay and I, <laughs> I almost felt like i needed to slow it down so i could take notes <laughs> not that i was taking notes i was like hang on hang on what was that what was that rewind um uh, but yeah uh so it's a bit too fast for me but anyway they had lots to say in only half an hour because apparently people like half an hour long podcasts yeah that's also feedback people can could it be shorter yeah <laughs> which bitch do you not want um, so yeah, yeah uh, you know. but so, you know if we had what I'd really like you all to do is like put in loads of feedback on the web on, mm. on anywhere, and then uh that would be a nice problem to have going back to the comedy thing i still think with the there's a difference between presenting some new branding or a new website design to somebody or a new product or whatever and a piece of music i think in the context of music it's okay for somebody to not like it in the same way like the question is did they, they, they dance like did it, they tap t- their like feet
0: me no, no, but that's not what it Robert, means. Look, Robert said, "If people lo- love your music, they love you." <laughs> that means that they hate me if they hate my music. I don't know well, if that's useful advice.
1: I don't know if either of those statements are true. <laughs> my point is, frankly, that there, there's a like there's a difference between. There is a difference in creating music between, uh, you know, telling jokes, being a stand-up comedian. You know, you want people to laugh. If you're making music, you want people to feel moved, surely, either to dance or to be still or to listen, whatever. But, you know, there's like actions that are associated that really if you're touching people in you know in their in their soul (laughs) then that that they may not be able to talk about it and they may not need to because they sat there and started crying reading something or watching a painting or watching a painting looking at a painting or watching a movie you know like their emotional response not everybody can talk about emotions and not and certainly not everybody can give technical feedback yeah i sometimes talk about some music and they'll go it just doesn't it doesn't sound right in my ears i don't you know i don't i don't I and I think it's possible to not like somebody's voice.
0: Yeah, yeah, and that's and that's a, sort of an obvious something that people can talk about. Um, yeah, but like um, the thing about people not giving you feedback, or it's it is quite a you know, it's always I think people have a personal sort of reaction to music, and I think on one level it's like you know, design things you are trying to solve a specific problem with music that you're trying to solve the problem of keeping people dancing maybe but that's like a specific type of thing that maybe isn't always what you're trying to do Um, and and also it's like it's quite rare to be able to check (laughs) to check if it works you have to sort of play your shows and it has to go well and people have to be in the right mood and and all that stuff but the problem with like not getting feedback on stuff like that the exhausting thing about it is that you just as a creator you're just stay so scattergun about like the different things you're trying until you get a little bit of and actually like off just something that you can do something with and go okay well i'll make some more like that even if someone goes i really like this song i'm like okay cool i'm gonna make a couple more like that then because the rest of the time you know you're just trying dozens hundreds of different things and you sort of stick them out in the world and you just have no clue like
1: but you know. do you like your songs
0: I like them, yeah. <laughs> but, you know, it's like... Uh, but it's not... No, no, but, like, I'm not some fucking sane that doesn't give a shit if someone likes what I do. I need... I want people to like it. Like, this is... I'm sorry. Like, anyone that says that, oh, I'm just doing it for myself, can just go and whatever do one whatever
1: <laughs> well no but i think well, the reason i asked was yes, i was thinking yes. about stand up comics mm. and stand up comics test their material yeah, and they yeah. have they have shows where yeah it may very, or may not go well there's a tight and feedback
0: they, loop for them that's very tight, that's
1: tight feedback tight. do people laugh yes or no yeah. right take that bit out and they will have they will also have material that works really well in one place but not in another place yeah. um i now know all sorts about stand <laughs> yeah. stand up comedy i'm a professional now that i listen to the, the uh whatever it's called the guilty feminist all the time um so You know, but you've also said, like, doing more gigs gives you the opportunity to see people enjoying bopping or not bopping. Um, It's very hard when you're sticking things on the internet. People aren't going to make videos of themselves going, "Mm -mm mm-mm-mm, yes, yes. (laughs) It's like a... um,
0: and now I guess that comes back to a fundamental kind of caution and fear of requesting feedback. I suppose a gig is basically asking for feedback about it is really. what you make. Like, I've never actually thought about it like that, and like I don't I am just like so I find it very hard to request feedback on things. just kind of put myself because it's vulnerable, you're just completely exposed. you're just like, yeah, yeah and but, but, but it's like no risk, no reward. like when it goes well, there's nothing like it. But there's always that chance that it's going to be just the worst moment of your life as well. I've had those as well, like from putting myself out there, making myself vulnerable like that. I've had the worst times. Um, So...
1: Actually, to say out loud that you like a piece of music in this world as it stands today requires a degree of bravery.
0: Yeah, bigger people's identities. It's more than
1: anything else. Even a movie, if somebody goes, oh, I thought it was rubbish and I didn't like the whatever, the cinematography, um, you can go, well, I didn't like it. Or I loved it. I know it's a four point four on IMDb, <laughs> but I was vegging out that night. And then you have these phrases like guilty pleasures and stuff that you can apply yeah. as to music as well. Yeah. Um, but you also you have to kind of learn those phrases because you know you, nobody wants to appear uncool to be listening no. to. You just remember LBI, how much abuse people got for like the Spotify like, when Spotify started
0: telling you, or like was it Messenger <laughs> when it started telling people oh, what you were listening to? Listening like, to, I like, got like Dave Carter narcissist i'm like oh because I, I was listening to my album that i just finished like probably a few times because i like listening to my songs because everyone could see now it's like and then you have to get into this cycle of right I'm going into private listening mode because i want to listen to some, so, something a but, bit cheesy but i think
1: you know if you, if you extrapolate that sort of music oh my god i've got to what i say i like says something about me and <laughs> opens me up to criticism i think that's the same thing that applies to people i'm not sure about restaurant goers <laughs> <laughs> but you know know that sort of oh i'm paying loads of money for this design work and i'm not sure i'm qualified to know if it's any good um i mean i do think it's on you as the designer to help somebody through that process Mm. but it's not always easy but you know you can't really account for people who just who don't don't want to be vulnerable themselves and say i don't like it because it reminds me of something horrible that i don't like or it makes me think of something or
0: and i've seen some really top designers just completely fail to defend what's good about what they've done yeah yeah, yeah, Um, yeah, and it's just ended up getting horribly diluted i see you see that over and over again and i always i always sort of imagine that i can do a better job of defending the work but then when i'm put in that situation i just find myself like there's only so far getting angry about something is going to get you about someone not being able to understand like i can because i think i better than some people at like articulating what makes something good but um it's just like it's just uh, so hard
1: yeah are we marcus and i did some work for somebody recently also i introed and she wanted a new logo new brand identity basically and uh marcus sent through so we had a little phone call with her and then we did some marcus sent through some ide- ideas ideas i think because we knew know her we thought we'd do it really well and quickly mm. <laughs> and she just went and she goes, I'm really sorry but i just don't like any of them <laughs> mm. <laughs> so i'm like it's like you're allowed to not like it that's okay and she was like and then she got this quite good analogy which i think is as well about she helps that whole establishing what you're trying to achieve. She's like, it's like when you, you know, you want to buy a particular, you've got this idea in your head of a particular dress you want to buy for an event and you go around all these shops looking for, and you see lots of great dresses, but until you find the one that matches this imaginary dress in your head mm-hmm. that you can't describe, you just feel very unsatisfied. And I think there's a touch of that as well. People commission work without really having the ability to describe what they want. yeah. I mean, you can't apply that to, you know, presenting dinner to your husband. (laughs) My husband also cooks, it's an equal opportunities household. (laughs) We all make mistakes, but the purple stew has gone down in history.
0: I did feel inspired watching RuPaul's Drag Race and seeing oh, the effect. No, well, I haven't seen it. I've been watching. I, I mean, we finished it a while ago, but what did inspire me about that was seeing the, how people improved from the feed, even the, like quite the harsh feedback to start with, but the ways people kind of like came out of themselves and learned how to be vulnerable and learned how to be better at what they do from that kind of weekly, or I don't know how quickly it is in real life, but from that feedback from the judges panel, and i would just and it kind of made me want to find someone who could do that for the stuff i'm doing um i, I don't know i've ever found that but like cuz cause, cause it's always something i've avoided and is you know i suppose there's a bit of like um well i don't know how much better i can do this anyway and i don't really want to listen to most people's like judgment on these things but seeing that like made me kind of want to seek it a bit more and i think it's um Do you think it gets easier the more you do it? The more you ask for feedback, the more. Do you think you build up a skin? Because I, you know, I just like this morning as part of my admin, I was like, right, I'm going to look at all the reviews, all my app reviews, all the podcast reviews. I'm just going to read them. And I, it was like, i yeah, it just, even though they were fine, it just like emotionally I found it like really intense and really horrible. And I just didn't want to look. And I just think, do you think like just. If you keep doing it, it gets easier? Or is it just going to be like that
1: forever? I think if you go to actual art school design or design school type places, yeah. you do have to do formal crits, mm. which I think is partly why Marcus is so good at giving a critique, mm. you know, actually. And I think it is a skill that you can learn both to receive that sort of constructive criticism and uh give it but i don't know i mean i don't know i think i personally think we all you know like for me speaking purely personally for every aspect of my life i i feel always like i i makes i re i you know i i go through a phase and i i something gets better i get better at something i learn something and then there's this period where i'm feeling all confident and then i then i as soon as that's i've got to that point then i want to get better at so you know and it's like I go through phases where I'm very happy and calm and, you know, cool with who I am and what I am. And then I start questioning it again. And in those periods, I'm not very good at criticism, but when mm. I'm feeling good at my, about myself, then I can, I can, I can have, it I can take there. it and I can have it out there and I can enjoy, enjoy it as feedback and what I want to do, mm. uh, choosing what to do about it. But it all Sometimes, depends where, you know.
0: Yeah. Often like the trouble is that like when you, when you've, done like when you've worked really 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 hard on something and it's the best you know how to achieve it's very hard to sort of imagine how anybody could give you any feedback that would change it's just like i feel like asking for feedback is asking for a ton of unpredictable amount of more work to do That i you know i barely managed to find time to to do this thing but then like i, I bet that's probably just not maybe if i could visualize that that there are people that could give me like a little note here and there that would help me find it a lot easier then maybe that's the kind of goal here i think there's two parts
1: i i'm thinking of quite myself and a number of people that we work with Mm. we all need to be told that what we've done is good and that it's liked we all want the electric bicycle experience give me feedback but make it about me being get you know (laughs) going being even faster and I think that when you are I think in order to be creative and put your ideas in front of people by you are putting out you are being vulnerable you are showing something of your thinking of how your mind works and how you work out problems and that makes you vulnerable yeah. that's on the one side
0: I positive think feedback I all... only please <laughs> but no, <I've> st- no <laughs> but I, I, think... I think there's some there's some sense to that but go on <laughs> but I think
1: that there's a equally I I don't ever think that anything couldn't be better
0: yeah no and I always and maybe, think what, um, I, what I've done could be better but it's like conceiving of having the time to make it better is the difficult thing for me sometimes
1: yeah, yeah. I, I definitely live in a world where I'm comfortable with good enough for what yeah so and and that's and I think when people go oh it could do this you could do that yeah 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 it could but so got not X today time. not now you know when, yeah. when do you want to do it do you want to do it <laughs> are you free next week why yeah. don't you do it uh, so I think it's a bit of a uh, in the, you know that's where i i went i went electric bicycles for my feedback and the the agreement that my legs could always be stronger
0: thanks for listening if you like the podcast, come to grandpodcast.com. There's a subscribe button that you can click or you can just do it in the app you're listening to this in. Uh, where can people find you, Ivanka?
1: People can find me, at Ivanka, on Twitter.
0: Find me at michaelforrestnewmusic.com, it's and some other places. Uh, if you are really important... We've got Patreon. <laughs> Sorry, I did it again. <laughs> I gave Ivanka <laughs> the feedback of not <laughs> popping the microphone with uh, with 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 nose exhalations, which we're we, it's fine. Um, I'm working on it. Working on it. We're just there's a gradual uh, gradual mic technique. This is going to be a horrible recording because I've got all the windows open and all the fans going on my side. But anyway, um, if you're a big shot, Patreon.com/grandpodcast. It's possible. If you're that, if you know, if you're important and you're super just special, big deal, you can give us some regular cash and help us support our activities. What else? Or if
1: you've just got. If you just want to give us a bit of money and help us pay the bills for the podcast, that would be really cool. Uh, What else? Uh, The thing that we really need, really, is for people to find our podcast. And they can do that by you writing reviews and ratings, telling your friends, especially if your friends are very influential (laughs) and influencers. Please. (laughs) If they have lots of followers. I mean, frankly, even if they tweeted, "Mm, not sure about this podcast, other people might check it out exactly. they might like it uh so yes if you could do take the time to do those kind of any if you know write write some five-star reviews we i found the technique of taking people's phones and installing subscribing to podcasts for them works for me <laughs> yeah. um so uh I don't have great ta- traction with my immediate family members but they're just not podcast type people um right. so yes
0: if you're um if you know us um and uh send us your address send yeah, send us your address because I'm gonna do some mugs. I'm gonna send some people some mugs. Um <laughs> That's so, very, this could be very expensive. <laughs> yeah, it could be. Oh, we'll see. I don't I don't I don't know. They're nice mugs. But uh, like if 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 you want to send me your us your address, hello at grandpodcast.com is the address. I've got a text from Sharon about evening plans in Italian. Uh oh. It's, uh, she's, uh, yeah, I did, I've done, I'm up to 30, 30, 30 lessons into my Italian learning. And I've been, I so did you're some, fluent. I did some whining. I did, I had some fun whining dramatically in Italian yesterday. <laughs> like, non mio? I don't know, like, i just, um, and she was like you're putting the emphasis on all the wrong bit." I'm like yeah I'm just having fun uh, but now this is my first all Italian text and I don't know what it says it's going to take me a few minutes to decode so while I do that I will wish the listeners goodbye see you next bye. time bye, bye.